Hey, this is Alyssa. This is Josue. And we're from the band Harper. And we listen to Portland Radio Project. This is Anthony Medici from Liquid Light. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Mike Collins from Mets, Ryan, and Collins. This is Haley Johnson. You're listening to Portland Radio Project. Good evening. It's Wednesday. Portland Playlist. Portland Radio Project, PRP.FM 99.1. Yes, everything is going to come out of my mouth like this tonight. (laughs) And uh, we all survived the holidays, maybe. Got New Year's Eve coming. Matt, you are, well, first of all, we have a fabulous guest in the audience. In the audience? We have an audience. Did you know that? Yes. (laughs) In the studio tonight, it's Matt Hoffer. Hi, Matt. Hello. He just came off a plane, literally to hop into the studio here so he's been uh, t- tuning up his guitar it's been fun to listen to did you have a good holiday i had an amazing holiday you went back and visited family right uh yes i did i did and tell our listeners where you went i went to <laughs> um i went to anchorage alaska and then i got to go to homer alaska and soldatna wow and we got to go to Wasilla and Palmer and Anchorage. So those spots were places I performed at, and then I um, spent some time with my family in Wasilla. Well, great. Yeah, part part of our family at least. Um, I've got a couple brothers and sisters. Um, so a few live up there, and others live um, in Arizona. Well, and then you're in between. That's quite a weather <laughs> I know. shift. Yeah. You get the Arizona. desert and the cold, yep. cold winters. Was there a lot of snow up there? It's they, Alaska. Yeah. I know, but there's different parts of Alaska. They're not always Actually, glacier land. There was a day that it... Um, first, well, the first day I was, I was in uh, Wasilla to, to have a day off and just to kind of relax. There was about three inches on the ground three or four inches and i got up the next day it was kind of cold but i got out there and shoveled the whole driveway by myself and it was amazing it was like a two hour actually it it didn't even take me that long maybe an hour and a half but um fairly large driveway and and it was good for my body and my soul and my mind and i i I haven't done that in a long time, so I, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's kind of meditative. It's extremely. Med- I mean, you can carve patterns. You can. <laughs> yeah. You can think about things. You can work out some kinks in your body. Yeah. Um, Cause some kinks in your body. <laughs> oh you know, yeah, I was, I was a little sore, and and then a couple days later, um, it snowed about twelve to thirteen, fourteen inches. Oh wow! Like a big dump, and it. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was pretty deep. And me and my dad tackled it at the same time, so it was kind of fun. He, he actually, this is interesting radio. I think <laughs> he has a specific way of doing things, and I do as well. And they are they the same? And they're opposite, or is that what you're trying <laughs> you know, to say? It started as my dad doing like methodical <laughs> lines from literally the first centimeter of the driveway, <laughs> back and forth, and um, I decided to cut mine diagonally. And then do another diagonal and cut mine into triangles, which looked crazy. Um, I also um, am about about half his age, so I I also was running a lot of mine at the beginning. At the beginning. 
okay. kind of like maybe a, similar to a hockey practice right. or some sort of right. sports warm up. <laughs> so I would I would be like, okay, I've got to get from here to there. I'm going to do it as fast as possible. Right. So boom. And within about 10 minutes, I was out of breath and, <laughs> yeah. and had warmed up, you know, and, right. and then I had to start pacing myself and then I started working on my breathing. And then, uh, and then I like, it was just these funny moments of me and my dad are both in our own musical worlds up in our heads. Yeah. Cause we, we both just were jamming whatever we wanted to listen to, you know? <laughs> and we had that moment where we met each other. Cause I, I would say he took the first <laughs> fifth of the, of the driveway. And uh-huh. I took about two thirds on my giant thing. <laughs> so I would say I accomplished more, um, mass volume than he did, but his was much prettier and nicer uh-huh. and a little bit slower, <laughs> but a little bit, um, you could tell he was in his own too. And then we kind of like synced up a little bit. I kind of started noticing some of his uh, skills and, and started like working <laughs> on that myself. And, and then by the end, it was like we started getting into the teamwork as the driveway narrows towards the end and, and goes down this quite amazing hill. Like I actually started sledding down <laughs> that portion while my dad kept working. That was a moment I really felt like a little boy again. Yeah, I was just like, gonna... <laughs> I was like, dad's working. Now I'm, I'm going to play. I'm no, going to play. Right. But I had a, in my adult mind, I was like, I'm going to knock the, a nice path of snow uh-huh. all the way down to the street. And then I'm, and then I would run right back up the middle, do it again. And then I would take a shovel to it. And I started carving out downward uh, paths. You're and, making a ski run. And then, well, no, I, I actually w- would go down on my stomach and use my arms to move snow. Uh-huh. So I actually well, moved a lot. Plow. I kind of was trying like different things, yeah, you know, and I like it. you know, I noticed somebody on the internet had taken an, t- an entire plastic table and was using that to shovel snow Oh my because gosh. their driveway is, has no, it's paved, you know, and like you can just, if you can push that, you can get a bunch of yeah. stuff done at the same time. And so, yeah, you just think about these concepts while you're yeah. out there and you think about Efficient snow physics. Removal. And you think mm-hmm. about mathematics, and and I love it. It's like mathematics, physics, meditation. Yeah, mixed in with whatever else you want to think about, and all your your future plans, and and your past recollections, and so on and so forth. So, in that way, it was like that. I can't believe I'm sitting here telling people <laughs> that like one of my favorite parts was shoveling snow, snow, but it kind of was. Yeah, that's like without even thinking about it. That's what came out that was know? the highlight yeah that's just a good one one of, of many many good memories yeah. of, well it sounds like a great father-son experience too kind of a bonding thing yeah there's two things that can happen yeah <laughs> yes okay yeah. yes do i need to explain it no nope. nope. okay. not at all we all have families yep <laughs> All right. Well, we do have Matt Hopper in the studio with us this evening. I love your bracelet, by the way. We are going to hear some of his influences. We're going to hear some original tracks as well as some live tunes. Thank you, as always. We love to hear the live stuff. Emphasis on some. 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 The word some. Yeah. Yeah. S-O-M-E. S-O-M-E. Yes. As in a few? You you two made me pick four. My usual answer to all those kind of questions is is like no. Like, okay. You know what's your what's your favorite child or, you know what's you know, people what are your what's your favorite song? It's like I've I created all these songs like or at least they came yeah. out of me or whatever. So they all have different meanings and and um, my influence is like as vast as the ocean. 
Well, that's good. And yeah. you have quite a discography of music as well. So My skill set well, is low. We are excited so. to hear what you have chosen to enlighten us <laughs> yeah, with. I, well, yeah. I've got little stories to go along with each song. If good. You want to that's, talk about that's the fun okay. part. Well, we're, we're going to start with your influence. Yes, we first. are. And okay. this is Weezer. Starflyer 59. You're listening to Portland Playlist on Portland Radio Project 99.1 FM and PRP.FM with our in-studio guest this evening, Matt Hopper. Hello again. Hello. So why Weezer and why Starflyer 59? Well, um... How do they influence you as a musician? I've always liked Weezer because they... The cardigans? Well, there was a lot of... <laughs> when I first kind of started listening to radio, I mean, I, you know, you pick up whatever, but when I, when I started, like, kind of being in control of my own car, like, so let's say around 16... <laughs> I like that, in control of your own car. It's exactly 14, it. 16, or, you know, like, um, my mom kept it pretty regimented in a way, um, and she hated having music on. With, oh, really? Like in the car sh- and with all the kids. And, yeah. And I'm sitting here wanting to jam super loud modern rock. Yeah. And she, not, you know, loud, loud, but it definitely bothered her. And so I kind of had to just deal with that for, for quite a while. But uh, <laughs> so picture me rolling. And, and actually this, the Weezer goes back to that, that kind of that f- transitional phase where I wanted to start choosing what I wanted to listen to. And so... There was one day where we were going to uh, go to a grocery store. It, it's called up there. It's called Cars Quality Center. And my mom was going to run in and grab some groceries, but it wasn't going to take her that long. But I opted to stay in the car <laughs> and listen to the and music. Listen to music, right? then go follow her around like a like a little lost little lamb or yeah. puppy. So yeah, I was listening to one hundred six point five KWL up in Anchorage, which is a modern rock station. And there was a lot of grunge around that time, you know, a lot of, and, and I liked all those bands as well, but when I heard that specific song on the radio for the first time, I, I just immediately just, it just hit something inside that I, um, when I listen to it now, I, I know exactly why. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I love the fact that the there's two definite guitar movements. There's that really slinky kind of relaxing sexy groove that he does yeah. and they also threw in some really cool guitar um some kind of spanish style licks and rivers cuomo and matt uh bell i believe is matt bell the guitar player uh they they're both great guitar players rivers is like a a guitar he's kind of like a he's a really good pop songwriter and mm-hmm. he's a really good guitarist and he's a good singer he's not the best singer and he's not he had definitely has his zone. Mm-hmm. The same as with any good singer, any unique singer. You were talking about Amy Mann. I, I know exactly who Amy Mann is when I hear her voice. Right. And, and I, that's that's all I want from my own voice is just to be myself. And mm-hmm. let pe- when people hear it go, that's not whoever. Somebody might think I sound like they're like, no, right. that's Matt Hopper. Like, I know it's him. That guy sounds like that guy. Yeah. 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 So for Rivers is, is to me like... 
he kind of came along and he brought in a lot of really cool old influences from the 50s and the mm-hmm. 60s and the birth of rock and roll but he he was also like kind of a metalhead and he loved that heavy sludgy guitar mm-hmm. when it hits the chorus and listening to it now it doesn't even sound that heavy to me mm-hmm. but, but back then, then yeah. it sounded huge yeah and maybe i had it cranked up a little more maybe my stereo was better than what you guys got kicking in these these headphones i don't know but i mean we played that stuff loud and on i guess compact disc through great stereo my dad at least had a nice stereo at the house and Mm -hmm. you know i loved the blue album Mm -hmm. and i still do it it never gets old um there's only a few songs like that were like c's to me like yeah those are those are good songs but maybe not my favorites but even those songs are great, and um, so anyway, and then that song, then you then you start getting to the lyrics of it, and they're very personal, very kind of dark lyrics. He's dealing with some serious family issues that he's got bottled up inside, and and he's saying that yeah, his dad drinks and bad stuff happens with right. that, and and he's dealing with it and saying it so your love is a heartbreaker like he wants to love his probably love his father mm-hmm. or his stepfather or maybe who knows what the exact story is there but it just it hits when he says stepfather it hits all the divorced kids that are growing right. up angry because mom and dad aren't together right and it's also hitting the other kids uh that have great families like i did mm-hmm. with with parents that loved each other um and it's a cool bridge, and then it drops into a solo, <laughs> and it's four minutes and fourteen seconds long. Like it's it's a little bit longer than a than a classic pop song, but yeah. it doesn't matter because they and I love I miss guitar solos. Not a lot of people do them anymore, right? And I love it when people write that in, and especially if they can take you out of the song with a bridge that takes you really far away from the original two ideas, and then it just slides you down like like going down a water slide slides you right back into the water with this like solo and then you get the the like final crunch and the final sing along at the top of your lungs chorus and so this was always a favorite and there was a moment in anchorage rock history when my band and another band played that song together at the same time oh really with somebody had the idea to set up a his his idea of a battle of the bands between two bands was to literally put us both on our own stages in front of the audience, and we went back and forth. It was like oh, wow. they played a song, we played a song. Really? Oh, how and fun! And so the crowd, they were kind of excited, and they yeah. got a great turnout. The guy promoted it well. He had a great poster, and I showed up, and I'm like, "This is crazy!" Like I could feel the energy in the room. People were like, "What's going to happen tonight?" Like these are two bands that are <laughs> like a rumble. <laughs> yeah, it, I think that it was called something like that, you yeah. know. And it was a band called Delmag, and Mike Gorder is the songwriter of that band, and he's a long, long time Alaskan musician. That a lot of there's a lot of Alaskan musicians that never quite wanted to tour. They didn't want to mm. get out, and they chose to work some killer job and buy a house and chill chill out. They live in Anchorage, you know, and they don't want to go. And I I was one of the only ones in Alaska that was kind of like, this is great, but what else is out there? How are we going to do it? And Portugal the Man is another band that Mm -hmm. that did that. And there's there's multiple bands that moved to Portland specifically from Alaska that were looking to expand their their sound, their market, everything. Just like, boom, let's go. Let's take our sound to the masses. So then there's still guys up there that are great songwriters 
and that I that I grew up playing music with, and I still see them. And this story has a, a conclusion in that um, Mike Gorder's band Delmag and, and my band The Roman Candles did this show, and then a couple years later, I don't I don't even know exactly when, but I happened to be in New York City, and Mike Gorder had taken a hockey coaching job in New York City somewhere, so he was in town for the season. And they had access to Madison Square Garden, like, huh. box seats or tickets or something. And he, Weezer came through Madison Square oh Gardens, gosh. and he took me yeah. to go see Weezer. Oh, that's great. And it was like, uh, it's a great memory. Yeah. Because yeah. Here, we are, here we are boasting Weezer for the first time, not just anywhere either. Yeah. Right. Madison but, Square oh Gardens. Oh, my goodness. And we, decent seats, and we just flipped out. I mean, we went and had a day. We, yeah. Grabbed a few beers at a, you know, and got there early and watched the whole show. And, you know, I'm just really thankful for that memory that I have with him. Yeah. Oh, that's so. great. The other band, the kind of dreamy song, if, if you. It is very dreamy if, sounding, isn't it? tuned in. Yeah, it's a band called Starflower 59. And this one goes back uh, even further than, than me finding out about music through radio, which was my mom would bring us to a Christian bookstore so that she could go shopping and there was a music section and at a young age i got really into the music sections of these places like i didn't i didn't want to go look at books i didn't want to go look at precious moments trinkets and crosses i went straight to the music section and i would scour these Uh music stores and so my entire musical world at a young age was finding good artists within that genre of Mm -hmm. christian music and what i found is that there's a lot of like you're like pioneers in recorded music and Christian music, and then there's worship music, and then there's everybody else that like I'm a Christian, but I make music that doesn't sound Christian. In right. fact, we're talking hardcore bands, gangster rap bands. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, gangster rap. These guys were coming out of gangs that became born again Christians and got a record deal. And then made a record about oh, their wow. struggles. Mm-hmm. Very fascinating stuff. I still, to this day, and I love all this music. I love all every. I mean, I'm very opinionated about rap music. I'm very opinionated about metal. And I I know what I like. I know what I don't. And I'm I'm still like figuring out all these things with my music listening. But I go I go back to the that early when rap was just even breaking. Mm-hmm. And found the first rap artist within that genre and was listening to all those guys and, and figuring out what I liked, what I didn't like. And some of those guys are still to this day like some of the best. And they just never got a wider audience because they right, were they, only heard by right. guys like me scouring Christian bookstores yeah. for cassette tapes. Uh-huh. And then it moved into CDs. And then we started – there was one employee in the, this certain Anchorage store that knew what I liked and he – he knew I'd come in about once a month, huh. once every two months with my mom. And he would have 10, 15 things picked up. I mean, he was a good salesman. Oh, that is great. And he cared. He yeah. cared about my music listening. He'd be like, I know I know you love that Starflyer 59 album. Why don't you check this out? Aww. But that was, that was the main band out of all these bands that I listened to. We're talking 50 to 100 CDs. Huh. Um Starflyer's first album is to this day, like, a, a, in my opinion, like a shoegazer masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's just sludgy and heavy, and he doesn't sing. He kind of like, he kind of whispers sings, which you're like, what is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. But it works. <laughs> it's so dreamy. Mm-hmm. It's so, and that that's a much more progressed song. 
And, and I picked that one because um, Richard Swift joined the band at that time. And I, because I love this band, I immediately knew about Richard Swift and who was Richard Swift. And Richard Swift lives here in Oregon. He's gone on to become a member of the Black Keys and the Shins. And he's one of the best producers on the West Coast in his genre. And his own music is brilliant. And, like, the only reason I knew, I knew Richard Swift was from the get-go – was, was because he he had joined Starflyer 59 on oh. keyboards <laughs> and he added that a lot of these really dreamy yeah. elements and he's a really good musician himself and so my infatuation with that band goes way back to their first album and I just obsessively searched out any anything yeah. I could find anything these guys released I would get it oh, and um to this day I'm still like He's he's had a long journey. The guy's got like 14, 15 albums out. Wow. Yeah. On a li- and they're from California and he's he's got sideburns <laughs> and he he's his family owns Martin Trucking. Like there he's a trucker. Wow. That oh. like and he writes a lot of songs about it and it's yeah. he's just cool, man. Go check that guy out. Yeah. Jason wow. Martin, this, the band's called Starflyer 59. Yeah. SFF9.com I think is their web, is their main website, but right. he's still putting and he, his influences are like Really cool. I mean, yeah. you follow these guys, and then you got to know about all the other all bands they love. Yeah, and then it, it just—I could—you can trace it back. It's yeah. not that far, far ago that things became recorded. Yeah. So, radio is still kind of a new frontier, yeah. and it's already, it's already schismed into like the into internet. Whole, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In general, it's just swallowed everything. But um, thanks for having me on your unique yeah. show. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we're we're so glad to have you here. And we would like to get started with some of your original stuff. So we're going to hear a couple of tunes from your album Husky, which was released in 2013. Okay. We're going to hear Entertainer and Compass Point. That sound good? Sure. Then you can give us a little rundown about that album. Okay. Your Uh, 2015 album, Grand Old Hoppery. I think I picked Entertainer because it actually is probably the closest that I've gotten to the Starflower 59 sound. Oh, mm. oh perfect. You know, I try, I try, specifically tried to go for that dreamy yeah. guitar licks and stuff, add my own little flavor in there. Um, you know, I'm not looking to like rip this band off or cover their music or anything. I just, they're definitely one of my influences. Mm-hmm. The other track um, I wrote out in uh, Mist, Oregon. <laughs> Have you ever been wow, there? No, no. Oh, Is it pretty misty? I haven't oh, been there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of cool places in Oregon. Uh-huh. You, should, you should go out for some road trips. But Mist, Oregon, it was just dark, cold, rainy. My friend had this place by the river. And I wrote that song out there. And it that's uh, that's one that. I, I kind of went for the. I mean, I love Kurt Cobain and I love Elliot Smith and all these dark yeah. Northwestern songwriters, and so that one I think I got some of the darkness into it from those those same feelings that you get up here. Yeah. But then I mar- I married it with uh, this kind of uh, kitschy uh, yeah uh, chorus, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah. So all that right. one's called Compass Point. Check them out. All right, okay. Matt Hopper on Portland Radio Project.
Thank you. 
Portland Radio Project. Welcome back. Matt Hopper. Hello. So tell us about The Entertainer. I really love, well, I love both of those songs, but I really love how your guitar intro starts off in that song. Yeah. Like I said right before we played it, it, I was kind of trying to channel that dark Northwestern vibe on that one, but then I couldn't keep away from adding that little happy yeah i but it's i i I like the lyrics i will never find another lover quite like you whoa whoa oftentimes it makes me wonder which one of us will break down (laughs) first (laughs) (laughs) and i kind of like that's the the crux of the song you know what's kind of like the the theme i guess um somebody's gonna break down Mm -hmm. on either side and that's how you deal with it so Makes me kind of sad. It is, it is kind of a sad. It's a, it's sort of a melancholy sounding song, but it it also has a happy, happy feel to it too. Really interesting. It's just realizing like there's so many people that come into your path on in life Mm -hmm. that um, 
you gotta you gotta look back on the positives and, and think remember the happy things, but also remember what what were the things that um, were maybe like negative that you maybe can work through with with um, in the future and in your reality. And sometimes you just have to have a clean break. Sometimes mm-hmm. that person becomes kind of like a, sh- a shell of what they once were. As uh, Scott Weiland said, uh, half the man he used to be. <laughs> Scott. And that's all I got to say yeah. about that song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's hear some live stuff. What are you going to play for us uh, and our listeners? I'd like to play for y'all today a um, an original that I wrote for my mom oh. on Mother's Day this year. Oh. And, you know, it's one of those things I woke up and... I realized I hadn't sent her a card or a present, but, you know, I wanted to acknowledge her in some way. And, and, um, that could, you know, phone call, a Skype, you know, we live in reality. Like, you know, she's just happy to hear from you on mother's day and she's got multiple kids. So it's, it can become like a all day thing of catching up with everybody. (laughs) And I'm like, well, what's, what is a gift? You know, I'm trying to think of a gift I can give her. I'm like, well, my gift is music. So I'm going to just try to write a song for her, I guess. And this is what came out. And it's, it's, um, it's pretty direct. It's pretty, um, it is what it is. You know, it's a song I wrote, but, uh, what's it called? Um, it's, it's still so new. I don't even know if I've given it a, a title yet, but, um, but yeah, I started thinking about, you know, my my mother you know she's she's my origin she's where i started so that's the the first line i came from you in an egg oh wow that's what i'll call it are you the only one in your family that's musically inclined kind of yeah yeah my brother dab one of my brothers dabbled in drums for a couple years but he never really Mm -hmm. embraced it he doesn't play um none of them play any instruments or anything no Just scoot back a little bit here. Sure. And if you might, you might want to look, watch the levels on that. Summer 
Campbell Creek I called your name as I learned to speak But you love my heart You love Lido Shuffle Your favorite singer was William Roy Skaggs I preferred him with Steve Miller Your little joke of building riches from rags Where did I get my voice? Surely from the great unknown You would say it's gospel I would say it's rock and roll It's a Hallmark card any day. <laughs> any day. I bet she loved that. What was probably her? many Mother's Day tears when you gave her that gift. Now, what was her reaction to it? I wasn't there. I recorded it on my iPhone and and sent it to her. She liked it, yeah. I, I found sweet. out I, I got to go see Boss Gags uh, in Las Vegas because of Raylan Baxter. Um, if you guys know him, he, he opened Uh-oh. up and one of my friends was working with him. And so they got me into the show, and it was like this beautiful performing arts center in Las Vegas. And um, I start uh, Facebooking or some some social media about it, and my my mom starts texting me. She's like, "You're at Boss Gags, <laughs> and you didn't invite me." <laughs> she, she was like, "Yeah, she was like, I wish I could be there. He's my favorite singer, and I didn't know that about her. And so I'm listening to him with completely different yeah. ears. I'm, I'm like." It's my mom's favorite singer. Why? You know, and, and I had a great time. I mean, he's an amazing yeah. performer. And I, you know, did some research into him. And yeah, his name's William Royce Skaggs. Boz uh-huh. is his nickname. And then uh, he, yeah, he was in Steve Miller Band for a long time. That's the lead guitar That player. I did not know. Yeah. 
That's interesting. <clears throat> Which is crazy because Steve Miller is a great guitar player. Yeah. And Boss Gags is too. But I I think Boss plays a bunch of things. He might he might. I'm pretty sure he played guitar with Steve Miller. So. And um, and I went and listened to like a lot of the songs that he played on, and just, was just like, yeah, this is like a really good era of Steve Miller too. Yeah, like he had the the kick and band, and then Boss Gags did his own thing, went yeah. solo, which is pretty common in the the industry. Back, yeah, you know the the really talented people. Like look at Richard Swift; he's got his own career, but guys like Dan Arbach call him up when he he's co-produced a bunch of maybe not like uh, co-produced is maybe not the right word, but. Dan calls him up for some huge, huge. I think he just worked on the new Pretenders album. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Yeah, huh. and did him and his buddy did the cover. And you know, here's just a guy who's who's uh, rubbing shoulders with greatness now, and it's cool to see him. Yeah. Be accepted as as the great that he really is, you know. So, but yeah. Right on. Boss Gags, check him out, y- y'all. <laughs> he was well, Lido Shuffle. Lido Shuffle. That was the one right, song yeah. that I remembered That's from right, my childhood yeah. that I also liked. Yeah. I think Boz was here last year. Yeah, I he was I'm pretty sure. He it was, was probably the same tour. Probably. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, very fun. I just have to intersect my uh, favorites on the road somewhere usually. But I got to see Neil Young twice this year. Nice. Oh, really? I got to see Bob Dylan. Oh. That was a oh. gift from my parents. They brought me to see him in Phoenix. I got to see um, my first gig of the year was in Las Vegas with the remainder of BB King's Blues Band. Oh, um, nice! Um, which was completely and totally random. I was asked to play a birthday party for my a good friend of mine, Marianne. Uh, she was turning fifty, and her kids knew that she loved my music and me, and like I love their whole family. They're like one of my families that I go hang out with and they're, they're all growing up now you know like one of them goes to, two of them I think one of them goes to school at Reed here oh wow and then two of them I bump into oh two of her daughters live here now and it's like I'm you know they're young they're like early 20s I'm 37 so it's not like I hang out with them that much but like it is cool to like they put this party together for their mom and I show up and there's these like old crusty black dudes sitting around playing music and they're incredible. I'm like, what's going on? You know, like I showed up to sound check my acoustic, and they're like, oh yeah, we're uh, we're doing a rehearsal here now. Where, where are you guys? You know, oh, we're BB King's blues band. I'm like, BB King's like dead. BB King. Wow. <laughs> like we haven't played a gig since BB died. Oh, so I literally got to not only play right before these guys, I got to witness their private rehearsal oh. at this club that I played at for the birthday party. Before they were going to go out and do their first bit of shows for the first time in like two or three years yeah. without BB King, but with a new singer, this like mid 70, uh, 70s guy named Guitar Man. This is his nickname. That was his nickname, <laughs> yeah. Guitar Man. Isn't Maybe that a great one? He's an old <laughs> blues singer. He had a big old, big old mustache, like a big Western kind of mustache, like a Sam Elliott. And wow. but he just sat there and and he was about seventy eight. His name was. Uh, I can't remember his real name, but it, his nickname was Blues Man. Huh. Blues Man or Guitar Man. Or, it was just like a really like, man, that guy must be good, you know. Yeah. But a uh, killer band. But that's how I kicked off my year, like oh, getting to great. see like legendary players in a private environment in yeah. a very small room. And um, just had a really – I had like the best personal 2016 was my incredible year. And it's made me really kind of – 
I don't know how to describe it, but it seems to me like most people are not having a good year. And I know there's many yeah, reasons I'm, why. I'm happy for you that you had a good year. I it's, can't say I've loved this year, but I I could I could focus on a lot of negatives, but overall I had like a, an amazing year of like really truly doing what I love to do good. and getting to see so many legends. And that that's just like a like literally a sample of some of the yeah, the kind of artists that I got the chance to sit and watch this year, and um, so I just, you know, you learn every time you see sure. somebody like that. You learn what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And well, we, how awesome! I'm and I get to play Jerry so Joseph and the Jaguars next, next two nights. Yeah. Or you, we play Eugene tomorrow night yes. at the Hi Fi Hall, and we play. Um, Doug Fur Lounge on New Year's Eve. Right. That's Which, right. by the way, they are giving away tickets to that show at the Doug Fur Lounge on New Year's Eve. So if any of you listening would like to have um, tickets to that, you need to go to Portland Radio Project's website where it says contact us and um, just put your name in and say that you were listening to the Portland playlist and you want to go to Matt Hopper's show and we'll get you hooked up to uh, two tickets to the New Year's Eve show. And while you're at our website, it's a good opportunity for you to consider a small contribution to PRP.FM by clicking support now so we can continue to bring you programming like the program you're listening to right now with spectacular guests like Matt. So we're going to hear one more live song from you, right? Sure. All right. Sure. Let's do it. Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah. Um, Thank you for being here yes. very, very much. So the band's called Matt Hopper and the Roman Candles. Um, it's been called just the Roman Candles, and there's many stories why I've changed it. Well, there's a few in particular, but um, you can look us up online at, through matthopper.com. Um, and we'll get that posted on prp.fm, too, when we post the podcast yeah, we'll for tonight's links. show. We'll get all your cool. website and all that good stuff right. posted on our website, prp.fm.
This summer love it felt like years, but it was we. Thank you so very much for joining us on the Portland Playlist. Make sure to check Matt out. Well, if you feel like a little bit of a drive, you can check him out tomorrow night down in Eugene. Or you could make it easy on yourself and go check him out at Doug Fur on New Year's Eve. We are in Portland. Yes. Everybody have a very safe and wonderful New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Here's to 2017. You have a fantastic 2017, Matt. You're going to carry on the tradition. That's right. You're going to carry on the good year you just had. I hope so. And we'll close (laughs) things out with one last song from Matt Hopper and the Roman Candles. We'll hear, should we do Dreams or Wild Horse? Which one do you want to close it out with? Um, Let's do Wild Horse because this is off my my latest record. Right, that's uh, right. Which is a... um, uh, I went for a country sound, which turned into more of alt country slash rock country, yeah. mm-hmm. as you'll hear. Yes. Uh, this is definitely one of the more rocking tunes, but uh, this one features uh, Jody James from Louisiana on on uh, harmony vocals. Right on. And uh, yeah, this this is a fun song to go out with. I think. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Good night. We'll see you next week. Spend a little time in the two Grow my hair, staying out late 
Maximize all of my time and space With new ideas But a coastal line ain't lost on me Seen your slopes and never felt free All I have now are simple tools And all my fingers To get high on you From your south end to your north Playing in your wild towns Ride you like a wild horse You're a hell of a fan But nobody's dancing Sinking in water I ain't got much anything To keep you from drowning Send the trip to where the craters are Like the ones up on the moon But how would I Get high on you From south end 